This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Adonai 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 Your reign on earth We will rise We will rise In your name Adonai Your reign on earth Hallelujah I welcome you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ from wherever you are watching us from this morning. Thank God for another Sunday, another beautiful opportunity to fellowship together. Hallelujah. We bless the name of the Lord. Lift up your hands and just give Him praise on your seats. Wherever you are watching from, standing, sitting, lying down, just give God praise. Tell Him how great, how wonderful, how awesome is His name. Adonai. Your reign on earth. We will rise, we will rise. Oh, in your name, Adonai, Adonai. Your reign on earth. Bless the name of the Lord. Father, we thank you. We love you. We thank you for this wonderful opportunity. Again, at your feet. Open our eyes to see. Teach us your ways. Thank you for the spirit of wisdom and revelation in knowledge of you so that the eyes of our understanding are enlightened this morning. All praise and glory to your name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You know, after the pandemic, we have thought that uh, there will not be full online again, but for some reasons we are doing that this morning. The Lord led us at the beginning of the year to call this year the year of mercy. And there is nothing needed right now more than for saints to declare the mercy of God, pray for the mercy of God over our nation and over the entire world in these last days. Hallelujah. I want to share something with us this morning that connects to all that has been happening everything that has been happening around us. There is always the answer in God's word to all predicaments, all situations, all circumstances. And I began on Thursday night and I'm going to share some things with us this morning by the grace of God. So I have called these the rules of engagements. The rules of engagements. There are rules of engagement. There is a way by this we are saying when there is a situation like what we have seen in our nation in the past few days and any other situation that we see, there are rules of engagement to follow. There are guidelines, there are protocols, spiritual protocols to be observed by saints of the most high. Now, I want to read first of all from 1 Chronicles chapter 12. 1 Chronicles 12, verse 32. 
It's a very familiar scripture. Now the Bible says, 1 Chronicles 12, 32, and of the children of Issachar, which are men that had understanding of times and season to know what Israel ought to do. The Bible says men of Issachar, they were men who had understanding of times and season and they, to tell Israel what to do. That means in every situation, there is what to do. There is what men think should be done, but there is what God says we should do. And when we have understanding of times and seasons, it will guide us in how to relate to time, how to operate at different times and in different seasons. First Thessalonians chapter 5, let's read this morning, and then we get into what, what, we, are about, what, we, what we are speaking about this morning. First Thessalonians chapter 5, now the Bible says, Oh, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. First Thessalonians chapter 5. But of the times and seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write to you. For you yourself know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as thief in the night. Now verse 4. But you, brethren, are not in darkness, that the day should overtake you as a thief. That means a believer should not be caught unaware. That's what the Bible is saying there. Now, you are all children of light, verse 5, and children of the day. We are not of night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. I started with this on Thursday. The Bible says, let us not sleep as others. That means there is a way others act and we are not to act that way. There is a way others interpret what is going on and we are not supposed to interpret it that way. So the Bible says we are children of light and we should not sleep like others. And then the, the, the earlier part we read talks about understanding of times and of season. What is going on right now? I want to show you a scripture to interpret for us what is going on and what we should do. Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 5, chapter 6. That's what I want us to read this morning. Oh, praise God. And I'm going to start from verse 3. And when he had opened the second seal, I heard the sound of a beast say, Come and see. And there went out another horse that was red. And power was given to him that sat therein, thereon to take peace from the earth. And that they should kill one another. And a great sword was given to him. But what does this mean? This is revelation given to John. And the Bible says, he said, I saw the second beast. When he opened the second seal, Jesus opened the seal and he said, I saw a beast and somebody sat on it. And then he said, the horse he saw was a red horse. And the beast said, he heard a voice, one of the beasts, one of the creatures in heaven said, come and see. Then he saw a red horse. And the Bible says, Power was given to him to take away peace from the earth and that people should kill one another and a great sword was given to him. Now, what I want to bring out of this is this. Whatever you see on earth physically as a spiritual backing, as a matter of fact, there will be a reflection in the physical 
of what has been going on in the realm of the spirits. And all these things are very symbolic. For instance, when you see sword in the Bible, you think of deaths. And Satan has never changed in the threefold cult that he uses. Famine, war, and plague. And the two most deadly, actually the main two are plague and war. Because they will lead to the third one automatically. Whatever there is war, whatever there is a disease, an outbreak of disease, money will be consumed, properties will be destroyed. People can have health crisis at the end of their life and end up selling their entire livelihood. And then when there is war, properties are destroyed, lives are destroyed. And it will lead to one ultimate goal, like we see in Syria, like we see in Libya, famine. This is how it works. People who loot, people who destroy, don't necessarily get richer for it. They can't because you cannot sustain what you have no capacity for. Somebody can break into a shop that worth 200 million with goods, worth 200 million inside the shop. You will think the person will have 200 million after. No, it doesn't happen like that. He's going to squander it because his capacity cannot sustain it. Now, the Bible says that this guy was given a sword to take peace away from the earth. So in other words, when there is a move in the realm of the spirit, for peace to be taken away from the earth, physically you see men killing one another, destroying one another. What do we do? In other words, what we have seen in some days, something very peaceful. Now, now this will, somebody listening to me, you know, when, when protests started, I, I once heard people, it was a peaceful protest, protest, where the people were even cleaning the streets and doing everything correctly. This is why it is important that every action should be backed up by prayer. The enemy is wicked. He can misinterpret the best of intentions. A peaceful conversation can turn to serious battle when there is no spiritual force backing it to yield a peaceable result. A very good interaction. We've seen all these things back and forth. A great friendship can turn sour, can become something else. If there are no people backing it up, praying, that means every physical action that we see, we owe it to ourselves to pray about them. Some will say prayer is not necessary. Thank God for those who walk around praying when the protest was going on. Blessing the nation, blessing everybody, praying for everyone, praying for the entire nation, praying for Christian, praying for Muslim, praying for the whole nation. It's important that we pray. If we don't, any action taken, whether by believers, unbelievers, or anybody, any action taken can easily become a different story to tell. And we have seen a bit of that right now. Believe me sincerely, I said for people praying, it would have been a serious tragedy, much more than what we have witnessed. Much more than what we have witnessed. This is why my first call is to tell everyone that is a believer, no matter what is going on, don't let prayer be the last thing. You should pray. I think we understand that more than ever before right now. No matter what is going on, you should pray. Prayer should be offered. 
If people write petition, if people write requests, if people are conversing, even when people are sitting down to dialogue peacefully, there should be some people behind the scene praying so that the good intentions will not be lost. That's what the Bible says in 1 Timothy 2.1. I exhort therefore first of all that prayer, supplication, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men, all men, then those who are in authority. When we fail in this area, the result will not be the way it should be. So what guarantees peace is not the whatever outward demonstration that you see. It's not the outward sitting. It's not the panelists and all those things. What guarantees peace is the fact that when men obey God and pray. You know, I've been in places where we are praying about something some believers will be like, does that require prayer? It does. And that is what I'm sharing this morning. There must not rise a generation that must downplay prayer. It's happening on social media. We need to say no to that. I exhort, therefore, whether people gather to speak peacefully, whether they gather to discuss, to dialogue, whether people want to talk, a conference, set up, intertribal, whatever, there must be people praying. Otherwise, if we don't pray, the two parties can mean well, but it might not end up well. Because there is someone called Satan, somebody who likes to confuse, who likes to throw a trouble where there is none. We have to pray. Hallelujah. That's what the Bible says, first of all, not the last thing, first of all. As people prepare to do anything, they should first of all pray. I'm going beyond whatever is happening. Whether you, are, you want to talk to your boss at work, whether you want to post on social media, I exhort first of all, prayer. Hallelujah. So Revelation 6, so whatever you see in the physical, that means this is where I'm going. When you also want to see peace in the physical, it has to be battered in the spirit. That means there must be words that must give back to the peace. There must be statements that must be made that must give back to peace. And to this end, I want to make a clarion call to everybody listening. Now, what are we supposed to do? I've said the first one. We have to pray for the mercy of God. Now, Isaiah 62, verse 7. Let's read 6 and 7. So this is the first thing. Isaiah 62, 6 and 7. Now the Bible says, I have set watchmen upon thy walls, O Jerusalem, which shall never hold their peace day or night. Ye that make mention of the name of the Lord, keep not silence. Give him no rest until he establish, till he made Jerusalem a praise on earth. You are a believer. You are a watchman. The Bible says, you are set on the wall. Never stop praying. Never stop interceding. Until you see God's will being perfectly executed on the face of the earth. That's the first thing. Watchmen must rise and pray. And when we say watchmen, it's not a title to somebody only. It applies to every Christian. 
you must pray. You must set aside time to pray for the nation, to pray for families, to pray for north, south, east, west, every part of the nation. You must pray. So the first thing is for us to rise as watchmen and pray. Now the second thing, I said that on Thursday, and I'm saying that again right now. James 1, 19, the Bible says, be slow to speak, swift to hear, slow to wrath. Because the wrath of man does not work the righteousness of God. Now, I want to say this to everybody. People have talked about the dangers that terrorism and all those things, the dangers they pose to the society. We talk about terrorism, we talk about hooliganism, we talk about all those things. But we have underrated the dangers that are in inflammatory statements, outbursts, emotionalism. They are equally dangerous. A little tongue, the Bible says a little thing, kindling a great fire, tongue. And because we are social media now, people don't exercise restraint again. Listen to me. A believer cannot speak anyhow. And you have to, the Bible says, with wise counsel, wage your war. You have to get your facts very well. Even when the, all facts are on your table, be careful how you spill it out. Why? We are men of peace. We are men of peace. There is the one that speaks like the person of the sword. That's what the Bible says. So we just don't open our mouth and speak like others. Remember where we started from. We are not others. We are sons of light. Believers are supposed to speak out against injustice. But be careful with how, how you say what you say. You see, one of the dangerous things that we must pay attention to is the fact that in our days, because of social media, too many, many uh, lies, too many fake news everywhere. It is difficult to ascertain that which is real on social media anymore. That's the truth. The reality on ground is we have news flying in every day. And you don't even know that which is true anymore. Everywhere you turn, Every page is now a media house. People just coming out with all kinds of things. And many times, people jump on these things and begin to speak and begin to curse and begin to attack. No. Hallelujah. No doubt about it, the wicked will not go upon you. But like I said, you don't know who the wicked is as is revealed by God. I'm just saying that. Verify things before you jump into conclusion. Secondly, guide your utterances. We have to. We have to. We are men of peace. Now, these are rules of engagement. If we don't understand them, the Bible says in Isaiah 59, 19, when the enemy shall come like a flood, the Spirit of God will raise a standard. The standard that God's people rising, speaking to storms to stop. You see, as we begin to pray, we begin to disconnect all powers that are sponsoring deaths physically. All powers that are sponsoring destruction physically, they are cut off. And once they are cut off spiritually, it cannot happen physically. It's not about someone you like or somebody you don't like. It's beyond that. 
It's just an orchestration from the realm of the spirits. Our nation occupies a very sensitive position in God's agenda. And the enemy is trying to drown this nation. So when we get it right, as we arrest things in the spirit and pray, then we move to the next level. We only release words that the spirit tells you to release. You avoid making statements that provoke, making statements that annoy, making statements that we kindle fire. Even if you are speaking out judgment, you speak as the one who has received grace to speak. Not out of annoyance, not out of emotion. That is very important. And the third, so there are three rules. Prayer, self-control. And the third one is to begin to speak God's word into the atmosphere. Anywhere you find yourself, release the word of God over the atmosphere. Release the word of God over the nation, over every corner, everywhere in the nation. Remember, light is stronger than darkness. Life is stronger than death. Love is stronger than hate. Hallelujah. We are called to speak. We are called to pray. We are called to hold the standard. This we must do. These are rules to follow. As saints of the most high, death and life are in our tongue. We have the ability to speak. And in the name of Jesus Christ, together we are commanding forces of darkness that are trying to hijack the nation, to turn men against themselves. In Jesus' name, it will not happen. In Jesus' name, no form of war. I want to say this to everybody watch, watching me. Wherever you belong, tribe, religion, whatever, it's not a right thing to follow a leader who incites people. When you begin to hear, destroy them, do this, do that, that can't be of God. That cannot be of God. Violence achieves nothing. But as we pray and we speak the truth in love, then we see the glory of the Lord. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Join me in a minute and lift up your hand wherever you are in your house. And say in Jesus' name, this morning we speak the peace of God over this nation. Peace. Be still. We say to all storms, Spirit of confusion, you demon of darkness, carrying sword, setting men against one another spirit of destruction we command in the name of jesus to take your hands off our nation this is not your place nigeria does not belong to you in the name of the lord jesus christ we command every spirit of confusion of anarchy every spirit of destruction out of our nation in the name of jesus christ we rebuke you 
We destroy your influence. We destroy your own. And we cast you away in the name of Jesus Christ. You will not come into our nation. Thank you, Father. Let's bless God for Nigeria. Just give God praise. Wherever you are, just give him praise. Thank you, Father, for Nigeria. It's your nation. Nigeria, in the name of Jesus Christ, we bath, we produce what God intends for it to produce. In the name of Jesus Christ, Nigeria will become a land flowing with milk and honey, where there is peace, where there is justice. In the name of Jesus, equity, righteousness, and prosperity. In the name of Jesus, it shall come to pass. Men will travel to our nation, like people in our nation travel to other nations, for refuge, for peace, for safety, and for prosperity. We bless Nigeria in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We bless our nation in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I bless everybody watching. You are protected. Your street is protected. Our nation is protected in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. We worship you. We give you praise. We adore you, Lord Jesus. We thank you. We thank you. You know, take it from here. Even when work resumes fully on Monday, wherever you find yourself as you move around, speak words of peace over the nation. Say the plan of God will stand. The counsel of Most High will stand. Speak those words day and night. Hallelujah. Thank you for giving us this opportunity to minister God's word to you again. I want to ask everybody, it's a call, share this message. Can you share it? Can you talk somebody? Can you send this message around? Send this message. Many are afraid. This is not time to fear. Send the message around. The more it goes around, the more we can influence people. Transformation, the major part of it is done on our news. And as we rise from our news, we speak with peace. I want to thank God for those. The protests in this started peacefully. Unfortunately, hijacked. Unfortunately, ugly developments here and there. Hallelujah. And I want to encourage. Anytime something happens, my own little corner said to people, we should seek for reconciliation at all times. We bless the name of the Lord. We thank God. Of course, in the future, we will always learn to speak that which is right. That is what it means, part of what it means to be a believer. Watch what you write. Watch what you post. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm sure everybody, you've been a victim of one false news or the other at one time or the other. It's all over the hair. We must wait until we verify that which is right before we speak. And in speaking, guide your words very carefully. We bless the name of the Lord for this opportunity. It's a blessed Sunday, and I give God praise. By the grace of God, next Sunday we shall be in church, fellowshipping together. We trust God. And remember Sunday evening, we have marriage seminar. Singles are married with Pastor Kisle Okonkwo. Hallelujah. We bless the name of the Lord. We thank God for everything.
God bless you. And if you have never given your life to Christ, this is an opportunity. You are seeing the events of the end time unfolding day by day. For how long will you wait to give your heart to Christ? Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died and you rose again. I believe in you. I make you my Lord and my Savior today. I ask that you forgive me all my sins. I receive forgiveness that is available in you. I receive the cleansing power of your blood. I confess from today that you are my Lord and I will follow you all the days of my life. If you have said that you are born again, a new creation in Christ Jesus, all things are passed away. All things are new. Welcome to God's family. Join us for more of this. God bless you.